You're listening to the Slow Ride podcast. Bites, advice, and rumors straight from the source. The Slow Ride Podcast.com and on Twitter at the Slow Ride Pod. Enjoy the ride. It's the inside hey, joke. Hey, it's the 46th hey. episode of the Slow Ride Podcast. This is Tim Hayes in Gainesville, Florida, joined by Spencer Howe in Dorchester, Massachusetts, and little guy Matt Allen in Minneapolis, Minnesota. How's it Hi. going, guys? I'm doing Pretty well. Good. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Thanks for asking. Um, you know, things have been going okay for me. I was just up in D.C. last week. and uh, What were you doing I, in D.C., Super Rookie? I ran, in with, I ran, I ran around with uh, Crosshairs and his crew, including uh, the Cross Shark, Kevin Hayes, um, Taylor Jones. Relation in any way? Little this Elliot, Josh Gorman. Yeah, just lots of people. No, a different Kevin Hayes. Um, it's weird that a, that a different Hayes with a, with a shark in his name would, uh, would not be related I know, and uh, I will. I will say this though: that uh, as we're sitting there at the uh, this this restaurant, hanging out, they told me about their brand new race that they're promoting this uh, coming Wednesday night. It's like Crystal City Spins, and it's on the fourth underground level of the parking garage. So it's a parking garage, four levels down. They're doing a bike race. And it's about just a minute on and the a- one level, or they're like racing up. No, it's just one level, so it's flat, but it's like a minute and a half lap. And uh, they're putting on a, a crit race underground I mean, in the middle of the cool. winter. Yeah. And that's no crazier than us uh, going to do those indoor soccer field cross races in the middle yeah. of winter. Exactly. Oh, yeah. I never did those. Do you guys both do those? I never did those. Yeah. yeah I, 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 helped, I helped put it on. Uh, little guy, we're referring to the, uh, the National Sports Center grass field crits or whatever they were. Grass, those were awesome. Grass in quotations. Uh, artificial turf and I remember the whole time it really was horrible if you were like fifth or sixth wheel and you were getting all of the black pellet spray coming up because you had to use cross tires because yep. road tires you'd sink too far into the uh, the astroturf but um, yeah. know, what, just, yeah. what are you guys pro tips for uh, pressure I mean, like, do you run like a normal cross pressure or do you run like a little higher but you just want to have a little like larger tire like a 32 or something a little pro higher tip. into like 32 okay. it was it was a larger, horrible experience. Like a thirty-two. <laughs> a little. I, I think you're, you're giving away your secrets. Okay? I think we, okay? we don't want to get away from the fact that tires? that underground parking garage racing guys. Yeah. This is uh, that's pretty cool. So the only thing that I can see that they could do to improve this event is add a fat bike category, which I did not ah, see. They may be very close. So, anyways, if you're, they, they may add it next year. This is the first no, year. I have uh, a question about this race. Is it like? Is it like Fast and the Furious? Like, do they just sort of like drift up the thing oh. and then drift out under the roof? And then one guy like runs in the walls a bunch of times and comes out with his wheels out of true. And it everyone's is, like, loser. And it is a non-sanctioned race. It is a non-sanctioned race. So, so you know, uh, all, Vin Diesel and all these other guys may show up because it's not a – you don't have to have a USA Cycling license. Vin Diesel would be like – he'd probably be a pretty good track sprinter, I got to say. I don't think Ludacris would be a good biker, but I think Vin Diesel. <laughs> probably not. So, uh, nice. and then I also went to probably one of the coolest bike shops I've ever been into, Mount Airy Bicycles in Mount Airy, 
Maryland, I believe, maybe Virginia. Um, little guy, 25 clients on the floor, along with about a thousand other bikes, including a tandem room that had over uh, 75 tandems. I saw some of those pictures you posted. It, it, it did look like my heart had opened up. And it, was, it was really beautiful. Lots um, of great stuff in there, including matching Klein jersey to the bike, the lightning bolt, and then some of the other color schemes. Um, great stuff. And they had Gerald Steiner hats on sale. And the ticket said 25, and I offered the guy 10, and, and he did take 10. So I, <laughs> I got the deal. God. So I wonder, it. Oh, yeah. now, was it a, it was a hat, not a cap? Like, yes, like, it's definitely right? a podium cap. It was kind of stretched out, so I'm wondering if it was actually worn by Bernard Cole. Do you think mm. Bernard Cole had it on? You think I he think had the so. biggest head on the team? Because I bet Schumacher had the biggest head on Gerald Steiner. Uh, he mm-hmm. had the biggest ears. A lot of uh, a lot of uh, extra cartilage growth from all that HGH. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. So anyways, uh, anything uh, exciting going on in Boston and Minnesota? Is there good weather? Like, what's what's up with you guys? Uh, yeah. Good weather. Oh, wow. things, Great story. things are still pretty snowy here in Boston, but uh, you know, I did have some excitement this weekend. What did you? Oh, you uh, had the uh, you had a bike we, swap. We had a bike swap. We had a bike swap, and okay. uh, it went uh, it went pretty well, uh, little guy. You'll be proud to know that I uh, I came home with more money than I spent. That's good. Which That's is good. a success. Not a lot more. That's, more. You don't want to come with a lot more because you want to come home with some bike shit you don't need. Yeah, I definitely. That's the main. I, I think definitely you did that. Did that. I did yep. just a little bit. I kept it. Well, that's a win-win then. Yeah, I kept it under control. I made a list before I left the house, and I mostly stuck to it. So, did you bring so two wallets? Well, I didn't have a second wallet, um, but what I did was I had a, a second money wad in a different pocket. So, you know, but I didn't really. I didn't go for any big ticket items, so I didn't really come down to that. Cool. I was prepared. Was there? What was the coolest thing you saw? Uh, there was a pretty sweet uh, Fat Chance uh, mountain bike there for sale with all kinds of goofy colors on it that I photographed and sent to little guy. Um, platform so pedals was, and everything. That was pretty sweet. I only well, ride cool. platform pedals. Yeah. Um, of course, this last weekend, guys, the big news, of course, that uh, we now have quite the uh, professional Peloton that listens to or and or tweets us, usually involuntarily. We, we um, pretty much own the scrub the scrub zone of the world tour. Well, we got to be careful because maybe one of them really listens to really scrub us. zone. I mean, teens is pretty like there's, I don't know if you noticed, but no. like these races aren't like local races where if you get, if you get 16 to the last rider, <laughs> it's not like that. Like 16, you're in the, you're in the top, Top 100, I don't know how many percent. I was so, trying to do the math real quick and it didn't work, but there's a lot of riders in these races. So, of yeah. course, we're talking about Umloop Het Newsblad this past weekend, and we held our first ever 16th place challenge where if you named who, who got 16th place, you would then get some Buckler Embrocation. Nice. Yes. And, and people were excited. We got a we, lot of entries for that race, Tim. Fi- we had 51 people that registered, including professional bike racer Dan Craven. Nice. Who picked Paul Voss, who did not do very well. <laughs> but, um, That's you know, game. first off, I think uh, special congratulations go to uh, um, Velo News writer, uh, 
D.W. Worry, Dan Worry, who's always on the back page of the uh, Vela News, who picked mm-hmm. Ian Standard to finish in 16th place, only to come away with Ian Standard winning the race overall. And, of course, guys, that was one hell of a race to watch. That is it was a, a great race. I couldn't a, believe it. I was doing a lot of yelling. Thankfully, I was the only one home. I didn't wake everybody up or something. So... I did I talk was I talking to you little guy during the race and we both admitted that there was no we were like maybe standard gets third place. Yeah, I was I was under cuz I picked Stein who who may have ruined the whole race for quick step, may not. We could, <laughs> some people blame him I would. for chasing down Terpstra. Some people think he was just trying to do something else. I don't know what he was doing, but I was like he's getting fourth. He's locked in fourth cuz standard will be third and then Boone will win. Um, and then it just all flipped. It just went crazy. I was, I was so sure, but it was, it was one hell of a race to watch. My favorite picture of the whole race is when the entire Peloton is on the sidewalk and standard is on the cobbles. Like he is the only man to ride the cobbles and he came away with the victory. Um, Cosmo Catalano did a great, this, how the race was won, where it shows all the actual like moments and, you know, I was a little surprised that they waited till five kilometers to go to really try to put the hurt on standard, especially with Stybar in that chase group. You know, worst case scenario, they would have had, what, seven guys in the break and they would have had four, including yeah, they had a lot of cards to play. Um, but, you know, standard does win. He deserves a lot of credit. I can't believe that he was able to pull it off. But uh, yeah, for a guy that can't sprint at all, he keeps uh, he keeps impressing at this race <laughs> and winning sprints. Yeah. The, the funniest uh, story of, of the whole race for me was that we were watching at the bike shop on a pirate feed, and of course the computer froze up on us 200 meters to go at the finish, so we had no <laughs> clue who won. And then all Last. of a sudden it just it just went to the scoreboard, and we're like, how'd that happen? But um, And then the waiting. The waiting took over for a good hour and a half for us to finally get to see who finished in 16th place. And uh, the 16th place finisher was uh, Jesper Asselman. Of I believe what top sport then yeah. Blarden the local good ride team from him good ride a great ride for uh, Jesper we gave him a big shout out on the Twitter and he right away applauded all his his U S fans and uh, thanked us for the support but mm-hmm. um the two closest were as Joe's at Joe's in Boston and at the Fring thing who both win some Buckler chamois cream how close picking, were they to picking sixteenth well, where did they fourteenth they picked fourteenth. They okay. both picked Edward Thunes of Top Sport, who Edward Thunes had one hell of a great racing weekend here. He, he got fourteenth at Het yeah. Oak, and then the next day he got fourteenth at KBK. So that that's is some consistency. Yeah, that man knows his place, and he's going to stay there. I like God. that. I, nice. you know, good job. Uh, and then Edward Thunes, of course, replied back to us on Twitter, thanking us for all the encouragement. Um, he was very excited for at Joe's in Boston and at the Fring thing. For winning the Buckler and Brocation contest, uh, but just a little caveat: one of these winners is from Canada, and now we have to spend <laughs> extra postage money sending things to Canada. You're going to you know, bankrupt their, our podcast. Yes, with their funky postal codes with letters and numbers. Oh. I'm not very excited about this, but we'll, we'll bite the Job bullet Canada. this one time. One time, Canada this is the one thing you get. So, uh, <laughs> congratulations, to those guys. Fifty-one total people. Tyler Farrar was the most popular pick, and mm. uh, Tyler Farrar did not win. Thank thank goodness for us, because we would have actually probably had to go buy some buckler and brocation to, uh, <laughs> to, for the amount of people that picked him. But uh, 
you know, my my pick didn't even finish. Uh, so little guy was the best placed because uh, Stein Vanderberg did get fourth. And uh, Spencer, how did your pick do? Uh, well, he wasn't in sixteenth. That much I know. Let me but see. He, but he at least finished. So, which, which yeah, is he a, was. Well, he was animating the race uh, around sixty k, fifty k to go, which I was expecting. <laughs> uh, I called that. I was thinking he would crash or so. He did get twenty sixth um, place. So yeah, so I was just ten spots off of the mark. Um, which you know, I feel like he could have tried a little bit harder there in the last ten or twelve k. So we will be doing more of these contests through the year. Um, probably the next one that we'll be doing is Milan-San Remo. And of course, 16th place at Milan-San Remo will be a very important pick because maybe that's right, usually around where the kind of breakaway um, roller derby, are, one of our favorite websites in the in the past few years, always used to have that thing, how many finishers would uh, finish in that in the front group or the front sprint. And it was always right around 15 to 20 people. So you know, this Ooh, could yeah. be very good. Tyler Farrar, yeah. prime position for a 16th place at Milan Center. Just, a hot pick out of the bat. Yeah, just keep picking him. He's bound to pay off for 16. Um, so well, yeah. Tim, yeah. Now that we're gonna give, we've given away some buckler. Uh, how can the people purchase some buckler if they oh. were interested in this fine product, but they're not smart enough to pick Edward Teens? Oh, that's the great point, little guy. Thanks for the awesome segue. We are now have our first, we're proud to announce our first partnership with Buckler Skincare. That's bucklerskincare.com. Go to their website, purchase all of the items you could possibly want, enter the slow ride. As everything. Code, Buy everything. 10% off. 10% off if you put in slow ride as your code at bucklerskincare.com. As a. Yeah. I've used a lot of this embrocation, guys. Even here in Florida, just to test it out once, because I thought it would be kind of fun and cool. My legs. When it got into like the fifties or something. I know my legs were on fire that day, but then Mm. I did use the chamois cream, and it was like cool and minty, refreshing. By far the best stuff ever. Made in Tallahassee, Florida, by way of New England and the West Coast. um, BucklerSkincare.com. He's lived all over the country. (laughs) All right. He flies around to make it. Yeah. He, he wow. handpicks the hops. He handpicks whatever the hell goes into this stuff. I don't know, but it's that natural. That sounds like a lie, but it sounds good. <laughs> I like I it. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, I'm excited. <laughs> I'm, ex- I'm excited to actually try it. I, I have not used the, uh, the Buckler skincare, but I'm eagerly awaiting um, uh, my own sample package here because uh, – you guys, you may may not believe me when I tell you this, but I got on the rollers last night. Uh, so I was thinking about this. Spencer. I, don't I was actually I, was, I got I was, on the rollers. No, no, I, did. no, I saw I saw this tweet, and you said you spent what fifty minutes on the rollers. It's true. Yeah, about forty five so minutes yeah. in the doorway. Well, just out of curiosity. No, I don't need a doorway. Come on, I'm okay. Just next, just next to the couch. Yeah, actually, okay. next to the couch. Yeah. So, so you're. Riding rollers now. I'm actually starting to fear Spencer because you're you're liking Boston. Um, you're there for a while. That out of town form is actually no longer going to be um, good for you because now you don't have the excuses of of out of town form. So good luck this season, even though you're on the rollers. Uh, I just don't think it's going to help. Well, see what my plan was is that I I plan to blow off the entire beginning of the season and not actually try racing until, you know, good height of summer. And then I went and registered for Red Hook Crit. 
Uh, <laughs> what? What? What could have <laughs> I, convinced you to do that? It's in six weeks, so I was like, "Well, I guess I got to get really? on the rollers." And now I got to get them on a bunch uh, um, and actually do some riding. So I'm going to need that buckler to show up. So well, this uh, next bucklerskincare.com contest on the Slow Ride Podcast will be: Will Spencer Howe qualify for the finals of the <laughs> Red Hook Criterium? Yeah, Opening I'm odds: a- No. Hey, you what said you- that about me qualifying at the Messenger World Championships. You will not sure qualify did. for Red Hook. Mm. What? Thank what you. Anyway, you, what are you going to ride? That anger. I'm going to ride the Bridgestone uh, track oh, yeah. bike that I, I forgot. I Come forgot. on, little guy. I always forget about that. I got all kinds of street cred buried in my closet that you forget about. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You do. All right. <laughs> but, well, so, I need, follow- so I, rollers, you need buckler. I need some minty freshness, and I was definitely missing it the other day. You guys don't want to hear any more about it than that. Um, but, uh, yeah. Probably not. I, I will say, Spencer – the buckler is great. It's fantastic. That menthol feeling on the chamois cream is fa- is great, but it it does not substitute for a shower. So you should totally uh, <laughs> still use the showers, um, and then you know, use skin care products. Great, thanks. No problem. Uh, all right. Wait, so- can, can I just can I just like can I just take some of it and like like I said, take off my dirty kit. And I just rub some minty shampoo. Hey, what else can we use? Throw it, for? throw it in the corner, and then like when I take the kit out next week, will it will it be clean? It'll be kind of mentholy. That might <laughs> like, work. It, Is it, it like Febreze? Well, it's kind yeah. of like Febreze. Does Buckler make Febreze or a Febreze like product? Will it change? No. Will it change the number for me? So I don't have to touch the, the skin. The pH balance. <laughs> what are you talking? What number? Yeah, I was thinking like, ah, never mind. It's it's a bad thought. Is a man. All right, so so buckler buckler Use the code SLOWRIDE for ten percent off. You can always email us at the slowride podcast at gmail dot com, or you can tweet us at the slowride pod. Let us know um, if you're using the product, what you're thinking, if you ever have any questions. Also, the slowride podcast dot com. Do our do our fans know that that is one hundred dollars off their purchase of a thousand dollars of buckler skincare? <laughs> That, that is a like huge a, savings. That is a like massive, a deal. massive savings. The it slow is. ride. At this point, why wouldn't people want to buy BucklerSkincare.com? <laughs> save a hundred dollars. Um, so, gentlemen, before we get into uh, you know some of this other stuff, is it this race weekend with Het, uh, what used to be Hetvoke and then KBK, which uh, KBK won by Cavendish, but I've quit watching that race after it reached its pinnacle with George Hincapie's win in two thousand five. Um, there were all these other cool races going on that uh, none of us even watched. All I know it's is AG Two R won a race. Yeah, yeah, sure did. Uh, it seemed like there was some pretty it. good racing. Yeah, I don't know really anything about it either. That we're just we're just here to talk about how we don't know anything about these races. I mean, I think so, our fans are used to that. Yeah, they're kind of used to that. So, uh, coming up next week though is a is a race that's quickly becoming a favorite of fans and the European Peloton, and that's the Strada Bianca in uh, Italy on the white roads um, gravel race. Almost, uh, it's not really a uh, cobbles, but instead it's just the uh, the white gravel roads. And at the end, you look like a complete mess. I believe this I think race it's a gravel once- grinder. Careful grinder. You Everyone grind. is riding extra long chainstays. Now this but this race has been won several times by Fabian Cancellara, 
Um, so, yeah, you it's know, a good are race. You guys going to be it's watching this race? I will definitely be watching it. It's, it's probably one of the best races to watch it every year. And I, I think. and I remember the coverage always being really good on this race. So it's true. It's, it does seem yeah. to just be well put together. And that finish, like the you get the gravel roads, but that finish, finish is, is like amazing. This, it like into this medieval town and through these narrow cobbled stone streets, and then they pop out into this. Uh, gorgeous medieval piazza or something. I don't They're know. Like, is, that, is that the race blah, where they go into the town blah. and there's like the little like bridges that they go underneath? Like the, yeah, okay. there's a cl- there's little a guy. climb into town and then yeah. there's like narrow you say streets. streets, but they're more like two foot wide passageways. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the peloton is so somehow little... squeezing through. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's really beautiful. And then they pop out into this huge main square. Yeah. Um, and it's it's amazing. Isn't there? There's a horse race. I believe there's a horse race in that square mm. at another time of time of year. If I'm, if I would I'm, hope it would be at a different time. Well, it's not and, the same day. And last year's race was actually won by the defending world champion Michael Kiwakowski. Um, so maybe we get to see the world championship colors for the first time this year. Um, That'd be nice on display, which would be really cool. And as I mentioned before to you guys, I'm actually a really big fan of the uh, the bike that Specialized did put out for that for uh, Kiwakowski this year, with almost like a splatter paint um, look of the World Championship uh, uh, stripes. Um, Philippe Gilbert is a past winner in 2011, and then of course Consolara um, two years previously. Let's One of forget. the Glinsky brothers did win, so you know, yeah. uh, so he won't be That's there true. though. And uh, <laughs> no. Mosier. Uh, Mosier had uh, won in 2013, but Michael Kiwakowski—that um, was like the launching pad for his uh, world championship race last year. He launched so, straight from Stradivianca. He flew over the rest of the season, and then he landed at the—he like on that descent where he attacked at the world championships. That's where he landed, and then he flew off the front. And they were like, "Where did that guy come from?" Mm-hmm. Um, I remember the world championships. Uh, Richmond, Virginia, did announce that. Uh, all of the uh, world championship races will be going up the famed 23rd Street climb. And I know that none of you guys have been there, but as the uh, resident expert of riding the world championship course this past summer, that course <laughs> and that climb up 23rd Street is amazing. It's cobbles, and it's, uh, yeah. it's pretty much as steep as uh, Ramsey Hill in St. Paul, for those of you that are looking for uh, a comparison. It's as steep as Ramsey? It's not as steep as the switchbacks? I always imagine it was like the switchbacks. No, it's straight up. It's like you you hit that mm-hmm. at full uh, full huh. steam, uh, and they've been doing lots of uh, repair work, from what I've heard. Uh, lots of repaving of roads. So not that the rest of the city of Richmond, Virginia, needs infrastructure improvements. They just decided just to do the sixteen mile loop for uh, for the race is going to be improved. That's right? great. I hope I hope in future generations people are driving around and be like, why is it this like there's this like weird path of good roads around the city, <laughs> and the rest of Richmond is. Kind of falling apart. So, and I bring that up is that this course is uh, is going to be definitely a course not made for the sprinters. Um, there will be some kind. It's going to be as close to a one day classic as, as we're going to see in the U.S. I think that there's going to be a lot of breakaways with how many times they're hitting these hills. Uh, yeah. It is continuous, and I think that uh, you know it's going to be something like Kiwakowski. Well, but anyways, we'll be. We uh, will. Uh... We will definitely have some some interview action with some of the Scrub Zone superstars from the Road Worlds on the the live broadcast of this <laughs> Slow Ride podcast from yep. Richmond, Virginia. We'll we definitely have Dan Craven there flying the Namibia, uh, yep. the Namibian, uh, the Namibian 
World Championship Racing Team will be there on the Slow Ride podcast interview. I guarantee. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, for those of you uh, new to the game, there's kind of a new uh, form of doping that is now uh, taking <laughs> place. It is, uh, you know, no longer are we talking altitude tense or kind of quasi uh, weird blood transfusions. We're in a whole new ball game. Yeah, EPO and, uh, is old news. Yeah, EPO is old news. We're going back. We're going way back. We're going back to Gerber, the Gerber kid. And uh, little guy, can you feed us in on uh, on this new form of doping that is all the rage now in the professional peloton? I don't really know anything that much about it other than uh, Greg Van Aramat supposedly got named having that doctor who's been uh, feeding uh, Tom Mewson and uh, what's his name, Swerk, the U23 Belgian dude, cyclocross guy. Uh, it seems like they had some sort of uh, infant medicine but baby, baby but food it baby is not food. it is supposedly that infinite baby stuff isn't illegal or something it's only illegal if you inject it because you can't inject things so you can eat but, baby food but you can eat this baby food i guess is it like pedialyte like what you, <laughs> don't i don't know what it is i don't know what it's actually supposed to do um when you, when you go to target to buy it you have to be over 18 and present an id <laughs> What what I mean what what about a baby food or baby any baby so, thing would be would make you faster? I'm thinking this is baby a it just makes you grow. Baby formula doping, all the rage. Yeah. Well, it's and all the I rage mean, with three Belgians at least. Uh, but the I think they're all going to walk there. Come on. The rules that Bel- that the UCI has on bit. the baby oh. food uh, doping are really pretty good general rules for baby food in general. Um, you can eat the baby food. That's fine. But don't inject the baby food. It's just, it's just great. a bad idea. I think this you is another what? example. This is another example of the UCI looking out for the best interests of everyone, not just cyclists. Right. Also for the babies out there. They're saying, eat it. Eat all you want. Just don't inject it. Just don't inject yeah. it. When you when you get babies on injection routines, that just leads to doping. They're really trying to get to the root cause of doping. I think is what this comes That's down to. Leads to doping is the baby right. injections. I don't know oh, what man. they're doing. It's obviously really a good idea. <coughs> and there's a mute button, Tim. I know. Excuse me. I'm uh, I'm working on it. So, a couple of uh, social media. Um, hits last couple of uh, last week that we've definitely wanted us to know. Huh. Um, the first one is Toddy is no longer on Twitter at R.I.P. Cycles. Uh, we, we're going to miss you, Toddy. Great bike shop. We hope you come back. Supposedly still on Instagram, maybe. No. Maybe, maybe a new name. Maybe uh, maybe he's listening to us right now and he's laughing as he goes on. Toddy Cycles was a great bellwether of the cycling world both in the industry and outside and then of course spencer you brought this up the other day because i am not a facebook friend with uh, ryan trayvon but oh my god did ryan trayvon have a nice little rant on his facebook page you sure did you know he's good for that about once a month or so i would say he he comes out with a just a stellar rant um and they're kind of out of the blue um you know he had a good one about nationals when that happened that was amazing uh, and then this one about sponsorships, I'm assuming maybe he didn't get his contract renewed or something, but, uh, you know, it's always a little vague, but very heartfelt and very Elbows. angry. Elbows. 
you see that he's, he posted a picture of his bikes yeah. as elbows? Yep, I did so, see that. Who was his sponsor this past year? Was it Clement again? Cyclocross World. Tim, wait, Tim, come on. Was it Cyclocross World Clement Tires, right? Well, cyclo, mm. Cyclocross World team Clement Tires. But yeah, he thanked both of them at the end, so it wasn't them that he was mad at. So I don't yeah. know what sponsor he's mad at. I think at. he's actually mad at you, Tim. I think he's mad at you. He's probably mad at – he did mention something about a guy with a funny haircut and glasses. Yeah. There's oh, a mute shit. button, Tim. Might have been me. I don't know who you're, I don't know who you're talking about. Um, It could have been either of you guys. That's true. I really liked Ryan uh, Trayvon. I still do. He's one of my favorite racers to watch. Um, Mm. So hopefully he comes back from his injury because I know he's been battling that all year. And, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. what he did, he only only really did a couple of cross races this year anyway. Kind of that last uh, build up to nationals. Right. And he had some decent results, too. I mean, he he went out strong in Nats, too. He was looking good for a while, and I think it probably just locked up on him or something. But I do miss the days, but this was also like when I first started getting into watching bike racing, especially cross, of the days of the Twin Towers of Barry Wicks and Ryan Trabon coming to races and uh, kind of both representing the, uh, the Kona family. That was always fun with those ugly purple and orange kits that they had. They were pretty much nice. the worst. Yeah, those were the but uh, man, it was fun to watch those guys. So God, those were awful. Well, awesome. and you remember them? Let's remember all the good kits. Oh, I can't remember the good kits. I can only remember the awful kits. <laughs> so maybe the awful kits are the good kits. Is that what you're saying? Oh, maybe. That's yep. crazy. Can we get to the main event and talk What's about Astana? Yeah. Really talks about Astana at all. Can we can we get to this? Because I saw we all know that the photo of Nibali on the fat bike is the catalyst <laughs> for everything that has happened so far. That was great. I thought that was great because usually when you see guys on fat bikes, uh, they're larger or they're wearing winter clothing, and he, Nibali is really thin. And his arms, you could fit like twenty five of his arms into a fat bike tire. He looks so funny on that bike. He's such a small little man. On a he, was a, he was riding so, road shoes on it, too. Are we claiming the- that all of this happened? The Astana lost their license because we have a picture of Nibali riding a fat bike? Well, they, uh, they haven't lost their license yet. It's going It's going to get reviewed yeah. by the committee that reviews the licenses, and they'll decide whether or not they take and, the license. You know, the UCI will do the right thing. We know uh, we have a lot of faith that the UCI always comes through and makes the right decision, pulls the pulls no punches and makes the right hard hard choice, you know? It well, does. I will I will say, say this. They're doing good that, work lately. Yes. They, the E3 the E3 poster, they they they, they came in through some mm-hmm. smackdown on the E3 poster. Oh, they did. Mm-hmm. That was good. They yeah, they, they called out E3. They were like, "Yeah, you know, whatever you like, just pull our logo off the thing and, you know, should take it down." So yeah. I do like that they that there seems to be at least a method to it this year where where they didn't just jump to a conclusion. Brian Cookson at yeah. least wanted it to follow a process so that they have all the bases covered for when Astana is officially out. And I, yeah. I do like that. I think that, that that needs to be respected. Also, the UCI as a whole, I all of a sudden care about our records. We didn't even mention Sarah Story, multi-time uh, Paralympic champion, going for the women's world record and falling what – Two hundred, like one hundred and fifty meters short. Mm, more like five sixty, but that's okay. Decker, 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 okay, Decker did his hour record within the yeah. last week too, and De- Decker was like two hundred meters short. He was okay, really close. 
But I, I've actually found myself caring, and I think that that's an – I applaud the UCI for some of this. Now, the same with the, with Astana. Like I'm really not caring about Astana at all, and I want them out. But it seems that there's at least a method to the madness now rather than yeah. just yeah. who paid the contract. Because no, like, there's a lot totally. of money in Kazakhstan for cycling that they have to, they have to tread very lightly on this. Mm. Well, I, I agree with you, Tim, that I'm glad they're, follow, they're following a protocol. It's the same thing. I, I never like when like there's suspicion about a rider and people jump to the conclusion like we should immediately throw them out or they should be suspended until they're, they go and prove themselves innocent. That doesn't make sense. There needs to be like a, a system of rules that everyone can follow. And, and, you know, you are innocent until proven guilty, though we all are very suspicious of Astana, you still have to go through the formalities. Right. Yeah? There's and still a system. L- like I said uh, a, f- a bunch of episodes ago, uh, when the first, when the, f- I don't know, fourth and fifth Astana guys got popped this winter, um, you know, I but said They weren't Nibali, on the real team. They were on the minor. Right. I said Nibali needs to throw a hissy fit and just fucking quit the team and you know, just get picked up by anybody else to save his credibility. But he didn't do Where's that. He's gonna go. He's got. It didn't matter. Go. Anywhere was better. This was toxic. He knew it, There's, and he stayed the, there. And he's gonna pay is, the price. Gonna, I know he is, gonna, but like, they're gonna pull the uh, Jan Ulrich thing and just axe his team the day before the tour starts. <laughs> and yeah, and then Bianchi will step in with the greatest uniforms ever. The the problem is he's got nowhere to go, and, and uh, like. Even if we assume that like she any would've. clean riders on that team, they have nowhere to go. There's no who has the money. Are well, you t- it's it's well, one of wait, those teams, whoa. you know. Like when when Lars Boom signed, I was like, oh, what oh are you yeah. Doing? Are you, are I you, can't imagine anyone goes there. Are you telling me that that a team won't sign Nibali? That a sponsor wouldn't just fork over some money for the defending Tour de France champion to wear their jersey? I'm trying to say yes. Kofidis all of a sudden isn't just going to say like. Hey, okay. please come ride for us. Okay. One, Kofidis is not a team <laughs> anyone wants to go to. You, Anyone would rather go to Astana, which is obviously a terrible, terrible, evil, sh- sinking ship of crap, than go to Kofidis. I mean, come on. Who has ever won anything at Kofidis? Who's had ever not been even like, going to Kofidis? <laughs> My career is getting better. Oh, no. No, your career is yeah. in the crapper if you're in Kofidis. Yeah. You get paid Wait. well. But no, like who's, who's going to give money? There's no money in cycling. The all, look so, at all the so money he, that comes out of these like, like, like terrible totalitarian states to pay for cycling. So you're <laughs> saying that that he's just going to sit out the tour while he doesn't have a team? There will be a team that takes him. Yeah, there, has I, to there, be. there could be. be a team that like takes MTN, him. But like MTN, Quebecca, like like someone he, will he, pay he, the money. Yeah, so look it, at his he, imagine his Is salad. he going to go to Airgas Safeway with Chris Horner and just kind of hang out in Colorado? He might, but I mean, imagine how much money. Imagine how much money like Nibali's making now. He's got all his buddies that he wants there, like all his helpers. He's got his coach. He's got all this stuff lined up. Like, how is he? He can't just throw that away. Like, what's he going to do? He's, yeah, he's which is in why he should have done it in December when he had the chance. I agree. So, but I'm just saying there aren't a lot of spots out there. Like, even yeah. if you just assume there's like if like 30 percent of that team is clean, like. Those guys are screwed. They've got nowhere to go where they can like ride the good races. They're all going to end up on Airgas Safeway. Yep. And it's going to be so. Really where's sad. your so, so the big benefit it, is is Airgas Safeway better really make sure they've got room in the coffers for all these guys. Can you well, imagine Airgas Safeway, if Airgas Safeway just did? Yeah, they, they just could. In, 
they picked up like Nibali and, and Fuslong and Boom, and they like they pulled like all the good riders off Astana and then threw yeah. away everybody they were else. Like, hey, just, we've like, already got this Grand Tour guy. He'll be a great road captain for us. Like that's oh. a that's a pretty good selling point. They're actually yeah. in a prime position to make some uh, power moves. That would be amazing. They could get the wild card. Have they announced wild cards for the tour yet? I don't think yeah. so. Yes, they have. Yes, Damn. they have. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so here's my question. Vault. Here's my question to both of you, um, and, and I've got my answer. I'll say it first, is that Astana will not be in the Tour de France. And No, I don't think so. And Nibali will be in the Tour de France. How do you guys feel? Is Astana going to be in it? And will Nibali be defending his yellow jersey come July? I I don't know how long this process takes. I guess is the thing I have no idea. I think I kind of agree with you that like the process will stall, 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 stall as it usually does, and then about a week before the tour, a whole bunch of stuff will come on and throw everything up in the air. And a stunt, mm-hmm. and Nibali won't be in the tour because I don't think he has anywhere he can go right now. Yeah, it'll be that situation. Teams where are they, maxed out. Teams where they are maxed just out. block T-Mobile and they block Liberty Skiros from riding and they're just like, nope, none of your riders, you're gone. It'll be the same thing with Astana, unfortunately. But, uh, you know, I mean, if there's anybody that could screw it up and let all these teams ride, it's the UCI. And so I do have a little bit a glimmer of hope there that everything will keep going as normal. No, I agree with you, Tim. I'm happy, like both of you saying, like, I'm – Happy if Astana gets thrown out because they've been a dirty team forever. But I do feel bad for anyone who on that team is clean. And, you know, like you're in a terrible spot if you're on this terrible team. Yeah, but you put yourself there and you knew it. So Are we really surprised that that this commission came back and said, oh, now we need to reanalyze this thing? I mean, seriously, I'm not, but like, Astana acts like they're surprised, which which makes me think they're dumber than I thought. Well, one of the defenses from Astana was pretty much saying, oh, everyone's doing what we're doing. Like it wasn't – it was like if you're looking at us, then you have to look at everybody else. Mm-hmm. I mean and that, that, that could be great. true. They're just they're just more clumsy. I mean like think about – I don't know. I mean just like this – the yeah. I was so what team make. would replace Astana <laughs> on the world tour? What team would it replace Astana on the world tour? Would it be – Airgas. It would be oh, Airgas. We've already covered this. Straight to the top. They're going to have all the points, man. They're going to yeah. buy up all the points. I think there won't be anybody for the rest of the season. It will just no, probably you know, not. Because the only other the way team, it is. Like, who dropped out from last year? Was it was it uh, Europe Car? Yeah, Europe Car. So the only other team really is what <clears throat> MTN Quebeca. I it's think not they like could. United Healthcare can can jump up yet. No, but I don't think I don't think any of those teams care to be in the. I mean, so if if Astana leaves, there's a spot missing in the World Tour, so there's going to be another wild card for every race. Why would you go to the world tour where you have to have a larger bank guarantee and spend all this more money for what? You're we already going to get see it. That, did you we see how much it cost for the Astana team, what their yearly budget was? It was something like $16 million a year. Yeah. That's crazy. That's like yeah. Kevin Garnett's salary. It's it's some change. Oh, man. Huh. Big ticket. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway. Right. We're well, finally cool, a basketball team again. Yeah. We all know. 46. We all know. We all know a, a, a Kofidis is going to be the team that steps up and is like, oh, okay, we'll pay more money, no problem. We should, we should look at the budgets because Kofidis probably spends about the same as Astana, and like they probably <laughs> saw that and were like, oh, that's what we, pay. oh my god, that's what we pay. <laughs> did we win any? Did we win any? No, races they win last year? tons of weird little French races that no that's one ever true. hears about. Yeah. My favorite part about Kofidis for years was that their jersey had the phone number on it for the longest time. Yeah. Like, 
Oh, I'm going to call that number 0105 or whatever it was. You know, I saw – I was watching Eurosport, French Eurosport the other day when I was watching the umlaut and I saw a Confidus ad and I'd never seen one before. And it so was, I, I really wanted I to get enjoy, credit from them. I did enjoy calling you during the uh, um, umloop little guy and I was like, hey, what channel are you watching? You're like, ah, I've got the French one working and it's crystal clear and I'm not touching anything for the rest of the day and it's like – Yep. That is just the experience American cycling fans have. Like you find this one – like I always click like – you go to cyclingfans.com and I'll say like link one, link two, link three. And I'm always like, well, I'll go to link three because everyone else is going to be at link one and link two. I want to I want to be able to two. get the bandwidth all to myself. It's true. See, and your your feed you, – you probably had a good English Eurosport feed, but it locked up on you, didn't it? No, I had the Italian and then, yeah, it locked up on uh... <laughs> But there you yeah. go. So congratulations to um, – <clears throat> Jesper Asselman for getting 16th place at the Umloop Het Newsblout. And then our two winners for our first ever 16th place contest where they won some Buckler skincare. And, of course, if you want some Buckler skincare, you can go to bucklerskincare.com, enter Slow Ride for 10% off. Rub yeah. it all over Pretty yourself. much lets them know we sent you, which allows us to, uh, you know, get money for haircuts, uh, <clears throat> fat chance mountain bikes, swap money. I'm definitely I'm saving up for the for the fat bike. I'm gonna go to Fat Bike Nationals next year, and I'm gonna start a Kickstarter for it. But I need the bike first, so there I'm really gonna do Red on Hook and Fat Bike Nationals in the same year. That's disgusting. Oh, so uh, you yes, can uh, find yeah. us on iTunes, Stitcher, Sound. Well, we're not on SoundCloud anymore. iTunes, Stitcher. Leave us a review. Email us at the Slow Ride Podcast at Gmail dot com. Tweet us at the Slow Ride Pod. Um, so. With that, we'd like to thank you for listening to the 46th episode of the Slow Ride Podcast. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. As far as language, we need to get – I think I think swearing once every – once or twice every episode is fine. We just don't want to make it full on uh, my brother and my brother and me. I think it's still got to be respectful. Well, yeah. I mean well, yeah, I don't want to go I crazy, but part. I'm I just think thinking – You could swear and be very respectful because I like love motherfucking – McKelly Scarponi. <laughs> yeah. I every think that, tw- that should be every, acceptable. Every picture he puts on Twitter is just so beautiful. Um, yeah. He's on the stunner. I know. God, it breaks my heart. <laughs> it's going to. It's going to. Why aren't you recording, Tim? Uh, this, is, this is, this is now recording. We're, we're now recording. He, 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 he's like the last couple. Like he only tweets pictures of either himself like eating pizza with his children. And they're, it's just the most adorable <laughs> stuff in the world. Or like pictures of his like make goofy faces. Or like today they picture of him like riding up a hill in like a Tuscan village. And you're like, oh, remember in Milan San Remo, that time he attacked and bridged. Oh, my God. It's just the most amazing thing. That's all I ever hear you talk about when Milan Sinrimo is mentioned. <laughs> Remember that time Scarboni attacked on the chase group and rode across the Depressa? That was ridiculous. He was on he was on the, on the best baby formula that day. <laughs> he he must have gone back to the team car and they just like poked him with some Gerber. Peaches or something. Peaches, maybe Peach peaches Gerber. and pears. Split pea. <laughs> Split pea. <laughs> All right, like, we're by the ocean. Give me the clam chowder. All right, I'll get, I'll get, I'll get this in. And, uh, I'll, 
clam chowder baby food? That's fucking disgusting. They can't. That would be... T- I Baby would just vomit it back up immediately. Anyway, all baby food turns into clam chowder when it's in the baby. <laughs> the Slow Ride Podcast. Likes, advice, and rumors straight from the source. TheSlowRidePodcast.com And on Twitter at TheSlowRidePod.